the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. morning everyone i hope this weather is gonna stay because it's been well actually it's been too hot but it's a great summer uh considering we're all hanging in there with the pandemic uh but the weather has been pretty good i hope we're not getting the hurricane but we'll check i guess we'll know a little bit later on in the week but i'm Dottie herman and you're listening to ion real estate we're the only show on talk radio going on 10 years now. That's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which is just about everything, including, unfortunately, the coronavirus. And I really try hard not to make that the topic of everything, but, but everything is being affected by coronavirus, including real estate. So we have to talk about it. Um, I often urge everyone to get away from it sometimes, but it seems like no matter how hard you try, it just takes over every, everything that we're going to do. Um, hopefully, and I'm going to, I'm hopefully, I would really like to focus on how we're going to be left after this virus is eradicated or there's a vaccine for it so that we could kind of position ourselves to be in a very, the best position that we can be with based on what we think is going to happen. So I'm happy to introduce Senior Vice President of Citizens Bank, Ace Wanasuparp. Hi, Ace. Hi, Dottie. And uh, speaking of the weather, I will take this over any any weather. I mean, it's beautiful today, Dottie. So. so will I. I mean, it's hot, but, you know, you give me sun. That's all I care about, sun. And you could give me the heat. And I tell people when they're complaining about the heat, oh, just think about the winter when it's, you know, we didn't have a bad winter, I don't think, last year. But think about the winter when it's freezing and it's ice and it gets dark at 4 exactly. o'clock. I want them to change the time. They're going to have daylight savings time the whole year. There was a movement to do that, but they, didn't, they just never ended up doing it. But, Ace, you must be so busy because there's an incredible onslaught of mortgage applications and refinances and home equities right now because rates are so low. Extremely, and, uh, extremely busy. Daddy. Yeah, you must be. You know, I, I, you know I, I do all the forecasts. I've been on so many Zoom meetings. I, I really, they're coming out of my brains. But everybody's talking about the mortgage rates. And although there's, and there's really a great opportunity, and the housing business is really going crazy. And I talk to people all over the country. I just had a Zoom meeting with all the CEOs of the big, largest real estate companies across the country. 
and there wasn't anybody that they didn't say that they were booming and that there was a rush to the suburbs or places that had more land and, and private housing. But I want to thank Citizens Bank also, which works with Douglas Elliman as a preferred lender, and Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions, and we thank them for their support. They also support their customers by providing an integrated experience that includes mobile and online banking, 24-7 customer contact center. You can easily find more information about Citizens Bank if you go to citizensbank.com. And Citizens has opened up a COVID-19 resource center, and so they want to know they're there for you. And, of course, if you have anything that you don't understand or you need to understand better, uh, because there's a lot of stress on people now trying to figure out what to do, uh, you can get them at any time. And if you need relief or you, you you think you might not be able to pay a mortgage payment or something, please call them. They also have many resources, and they also have, like, an economic impact payments, stimulus payments, you know, if you have a hardship. Um, and believe me, I have them on all my mortgages, and they are really a great bank. I mean, and they are really take everyone individually. Also, we have Steve. Eber- Steve? Stephen? Hi. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Stephen, you must be crazy with people asking you a million questions, and we're getting a rush in real estate here. Uh, He is a partner in Barton LLP, one of the top law firms in the city, with a specialty in real estate, and that's so important. And uh, if you have any legal questions or dilemmas, anything, call at 866-970-8622. At 11 o'clock, we have a great guest, and I know that you know her, Ace. I'm not sure if you know, but we have Esther Mueller. Now, I called because I thought she was in New York or in the Hamptons or someplace like that, and I found out that she is in Israel because her parents are in their 90s, if I'm not mistaken, and she went to make sure they were okay. She must have got out before they really stopped people from traveling. Um, but she is the co-founder and certified NYU Master Coach at the Real Estate Academy. Esther has been educating real estate professionals for over 20 years, and she is the best. Her incisive thoughts and perceptive ideas have distinguished her as an authority and often quoted spokesman to our industry. Esther is going to be discussing opportunities in the real estate sector because I really think for those people who think um, they're, you know, have been on, you know, let go or they had to cut down and they are looking for a career. Um, it's a really great, great time to get into the real estate business. And um, I love her, by the way, Dottie. She's so informative. She has so much energy. And the fact that she's calling from Israel, I mean. She's calling from Israel. Can you believe it? <laughs> that's unbelievable, you know, so. Yeah. She's, she's like, you know, she's just great. I, I love Esther. And you can follow our new Facebook page for Ion Real Estate for exciting news, giveaways, and more. You can go on Ion Real Estate on Facebook, and you will find us all. And there will be links to all of our sites. So if you have individual questions for any one of us, you can put them there, and we will all get back to you. And if you have a question, as I said, 866-970-9622. We love to hear from you. So today is the 1st of August. I mean, I can't even believe that we're in August. Um, it's the 213th year, and I believe, in, in, the, in the Gregorian calendar. And, you know, this is kind of a halfway mark. 
And in this day in history, I always tell you what happened. In 1793, France became the first country to use the metric system. In 1941, New York Yankee pitcher Lefty Gomez set an M, um, he major league record for most walks in a shutout. I guess they were versed, they were playing against the St. Louis Browns. Is that team around anymore? I don't think they're around anymore, Daddy. St. Louis Browns. Yeah, I didn't think so. I, I don't even remember them when I was, you know, when I was young. My father and brother, uh, they are just forget about cra- crazy baseball fans. And we, my brother used to have. I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but he used to have baseball cards and he flipped them. Like they came. Oh yeah, little... actually, yeah, Daddy, the you... younger generation that's back in um, in style now. So so many kids are collecting. So basically, what they're saying is. Baseball cards, these sort of top and top deck cards, are now the new art for the younger generation. So really, it's, uh, it's definitely in a big, big way, Dottie. Yes, that's great to hear because I got a I, I got a big collection from when I was a kid. So <laughs> they probably are worth money. Some of the the players actually probably the ones that they didn't make a million cards for usually, yeah. but it probably worked. You know, because I even I used to when I was in college working a record store part time. And, the, and and that was those were the days when people hung out in, in in record stores like Tower Records. They hung out for hours and hours and hours. It was a thing to do. And yeah. if you if they didn't have it in stock or you know and you wanted a special order something, the things that were really most expensive were things that they never really like. Let's say there was a band that didn't really their first album or a couple of things didn't really make it big and they didn't really make a lot of them. Those were harder to get. So I'm wondering how those baseball cards work. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the same. It's like the same conversation. It's all about supply, demand, and quality. And if you have a quality really product, is. there's always demand for it. Yeah. I believe there was a card literally at an auction two weeks ago that went for about $650,000. So that, that is the Get new generation's art. So if you have baseball cards, basketball cards, Stephen, I would look in the attic brush it up and make sure it's in mint condition because um, it's it's something that will not be a trend. It's something to stay and, and, it, and it's back. So in a big way. I have to tell my brother. I, I wonder if he has them anymore, but we he had every one of them. And then you, you flipped or you traded baseball cards with people. It was a whole thing. All over so YouTube I right don't now. I bring Daddy. it up because when you mentioned that Great. baseball player, I never heard of him. And I, and I, I, Certainly know the baseball players' names, you know, from growing up in a family that just lived for baseball. So, and also if you live for pets, okay, which I love pets, today is the university, you know, and it's the universal birthday for shelter dogs. And uh, I had a friend over yesterday who just brought her little dog who she took from a, she she rescued from a shelter. And um, that's really a great thing to do. And these dogs really need homes. So that's a really good universal birthday. So if you can adopt a dog, although I heard, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I had heard that because people were on lockdown so long, that all the, all the, they, that they really adopted a lot of that, uh, dogs. And there's not, you know, they, they really took a lot of them out of the shelters. And that's a good thing. And, and I'll tell you, the New York area, in particular, actually Westchester County, is known as one of the highest rates of adopting shelter dogs in the entire country. Um, really? Yeah, there, 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 there's a lot. And 
you know, we, we, we got it from actually someone upstate, but we, we got a puppy back in Mark. So we, we have our COVID dog as well. It was great. Oh, so you, 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 you have a COVID dog also. Yeah, we got, she was born in March on March 15th. So still a little puppy. Yeah. It's a great thing to do. And dogs are unconditional. They give you love no matter what. You know, I spent a lot of time working on this show, like trying to put together what I think you guys would be interested or would want to know about. But yesterday I had to stop because, you know, it's, I want to give you what's most current. And this obviously caught my eye, number one, because it was the front page of the New York Times. Uh, and it's the biggest story. And it says in the New York Times, and this was uh, Friday, July 31st, it says virus wipes out five years of economic growth. And it says that, you know, the, pand- the pandemic's toll on the nation's economy became co- very much clearer on Thursday when the gov- government detailed the most devastating three-month collapse on record, which wiped out all, almost all the nearly five years of growth. And the gross domestic product, which is the broadest measure of goods and services produced, fell 9.5% in the second quarter of the year, and consumers cut back spending, business cut back, um, and the global trade dried up. And the drop, they said, now this is the front page of the Wall Street, I mean, the New York Times. The, this is the equivalent of a 32.9% annual rate of decline and would have been even worse without trillions of dollars in government aid, well, the, the, the stimulus plans. And then they say that there's evidence that, you know, this attempt to freeze the economy, because we're really trying to open the economy up, get people back to work, uh, get things moving, okay, and while we're being safe and very careful, and a lot of people are nervous, you know, to go into the offices and things of that nature, but we're trying to get the economy back, and they're saying that, you know, they don't know if this rebound is going to be as quick as they thought. And it goes on. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but it's, you know, yesterday's uh, New York Times. And um, it said 830,000 people filed for benefits under the Federal Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program. Okay, and that supports freelancers, which is a good thing, you know, if you're self-employed or other workers who are not covered by traditional unemployment, okay, and are receiving, and that's how many people just filed, and it says that, I mean, it's very drastic. It says the economy collapse in the second quarter was unrivaled in its speed and breathtaking, in its, that it's twice as large as the Great Recession a decade ago. Okay, so I'm not going to read the rest. But, you know, Daddy, pretty drastic. I'd I'd like to... Well, well, it's, it's a to. true statement. I'd like to really put a lot of context on that because, you, because I think it's important. I would like to because people read this and they're freaked out. And, you know, I, so, you know I read it and I'm like, all right, we're not in the greatest shape, but I'm, I'm, I don't kind of see it exactly the way they say it. But, Steve, please give us your take on this because people read this and they're freaking, they're getting panicked. It's true, but I feel it's highly misleading. And, there's a, and, and I want to tackle it from a few points of view. Number one, look at what happened before COVID hit, right? Let's start with that part of the story. And we were seeing years of unprecedented, tremendous growth. 
That's point number one. So until COVID hit, things were actually doing very, very well. There was very nice growth and, and distributed across the economy. Then what's the cause of the hit? When you go back to the Great Recession over a decade ago, that was a real structural economic problem. This is, this is a shock, but not an economic problem. It's, it's not an economic cause. The next thing is also how we tally the economy. If you go to the supermarket and you go ahead and buy some coffee beans and make a cup of coffee at home, that does not get factored in to the GDP or gross domestic product. I want to address a very critical point because there's a lot of things people are doing at home, and that GDP statistic is very important, but it's also misleading. If you go to the supermarket and you buy yourself a bag of coffee beans and you make a cup of coffee at home, that does not, making that cup of coffee at home does not count towards the GDP. However, Why not? Well, I'll explain in a second. But if you go to Starbucks pick, or Dunkin' Donuts and you get a, buy a cup of coffee, that counts towards the GDP because yes. you are paying for someone else to engage in an activity. If you go to a restaurant and order a meal, if I go to McDonald's and buy a hamburger, that counts towards GDP. If I grill a burger in my backyard on my barbecue, that does not. Because the difference is when you do the work yourself versus paying some company for a product or a service, that is the distinction between counting as economic activity and GDP. So a big component, because people are at home, people are making their own food and they're cooking and so forth, and the restaurant's business is down, of course you're going to have a big drop in GDP but it's very important to distinguish that kind of drop versus building new homes, building new computers, building cars, and so forth. So there's a few different sectors in the economy. And so that GDP statistic is overweighted negative because a lot of people are doing things at home during this time. And they were had to with quarantines and limited access. And that's a very important component. So, Stephen, I have a question. Good friends, he actually owns a really large supermarket chain, 26 across the country, by the way, and mm-hmm. he's doing tremendously well. Are you are you saying that his sales, which he's told me he's in the billion dollar range now because of COVID, um, are you saying that that doesn't count towards GDP? No, I'm not saying that that does count, but it does not have the multiplier effect. So, for example, if you are a wholesale supplier, right, and let's say, for example, you buy coffee beans, then you have another company repackage the beans, and then you have a company that then sells it to Starbucks, and then Starbucks sells it. All those things would effectively count. But if somebody is just picking lettuce, that counts, and then it goes to the end consumer, you've cut out multiple pieces of the supply chain. So it's not going to have the same level of impact. Plus, it's a gross number. And here's what happens, right? When you go and you buy coffee beans from the supermarket versus a cup of coffee at Starbucks, the price per unit, right, the price for a cup of coffee is way lower. You're doing it at home than buying it. So not not only are you missing the multiplier different steps, it's a different price point. So it looks 
dramatically lower, but in the end, you still had a cup of coffee. Makes sense. That's really very interesting, and I don't think most people know that. And yes. the New York Times certainly didn't explain it. But we're just going to continue talking about that because people are really nervous, and I think it is misleading, as you said. So we'll be right back after a little quick commercial break. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The buckets you buy at Ace hold paint, dirt, and debris. But our Children's Miracle Network buckets hold so much more, like dreams, hope, and care for children. Because over the last 29 years, with your help, Ace has raised over $125 million for local CMN hospitals. So stop by your local Ace this weekend to make a $5 donation and get a 5-gallon bucket plus 20% off almost anything that fits inside it. Offer valid on regular price merchandise. Additional exclusions apply. See store for details. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust. At a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. Relief Factor, effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks and my pain was gone and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com and then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Take AM970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. 
COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With everything in our toolkit working for you digital audio mobile even audience engaging contests and promotions contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan learn more by logging on to surroundnewyork.com connecting you with new customers It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we're in the middle of talking, speaking about the uh, Times article on yesterday that said virus wipes out five years of economic growth. And we're talking about that. What, what is this all? I mean, look, we all have to stay safe. And I think we're all a bit nervous with this this virus. This I thought it would be over by now. Obviously, I was wrong. However, while we're really doing everything we can to stay safe, wear masks, and eradicate this, hopefully find a vaccine that eradicates this virus, we still have to look forward because we don't want to wake up one day when they finally find the vaccine and then say, just what happened? We weren't paying attention. So... How does this all, uh, we're talking to Stephen and Ace about how this affects you and what your thoughts are. And, of course, I'd love to hear about them, um, 866-970-9622. And there was another article, and I can't remember where I read it, but it said 20 years of booming home sales and evictions. Oh, no, excuse me, not 20 years. It said 2020 will be the year's a year of booming home sales and booming evictions. Now, first I want to say that I just did a Zoom meeting with all the CEOs of the largest real estate companies in the United States, and there wasn't one of them. And we're, you know, this is a real honest group. We've worked together for years, and we share. I mean, you know, good competition loves other good competition. And everyone was pretty busy. You know, we talked about some of the differences in how real estate is being, are you showing it differently? Are you doing certain things to engage people? Because sometimes, you know, when you're in person, it's easier to engage a person. If you're doing it over Zoom, I find that people are less engaged because, you know, they can take a break, they can get a cup of coffee, they can, you know, walk out of the room for a second. So, you know, I think we're working on on ways to engage the experience that you have with Zoom. But they're all busy. And, Ace, we just spoke to you, and you said that mortgages and the applications for mortgages are going off the wall. Yeah, Dottie, and I think you'd find this very interesting, too. So, obviously, we're at historic record um, highs, right, in terms of applications. But the last three weeks, we've seen a 60% increase in purchase volume, meaning there are tremendous amounts of folks out there looking to buy a home because they're valuing bigger space, and you're seeing a huge resurgence in the suburbs. And I think there's 
two tales to that story, right, Dottie? If you look at where the trend is going short term, everyone is making offers in the suburbs, whether it's rental, whether it's to buy. I know the Hamptons, it's on oh, fire, it's right? But if you're looking at it, but if you're in a situation where you've always wanted to buy in the city, always remember never follow the herd, right? Because now exactly. in the city, tremendous deals out there, Dottie. So, you know, you, you were just saying five years of economic growth has been wiped out. Now, if you've always been someone that has been looking in the city, this year, next year may be the perfect time because you're going to get some amazing deals. And when everything does open back up, you're going to thank yourself that you actually jumped into the city and bought something into the city. So, But just to kind of go back to your point, Dottie, we have seen a huge increase in purchase volume, contracts being signed, um, bidding wars, even for that matter, for price points that are below 1.5 million, we're seeing a huge, huge um, sort of just a, a lot of activity in that in that realm, 1.5 million and below, and then anything 5 million and above, uh, for some reason, is really there's a lot of activity there too. So it's that middle middle price point that's a little bit stagnant, but I think we'll we'll start to see um, ourselves work our way up there as well, you know. So. But For sure, and just to to, to uh, continue your point, I always tell everybody when you're listening to this show, look, follow what the rich do. <laughs> they usually make money, okay? And just in the last, you know, month or two, we were, you know, uh, an unknown buyer that they would not give his name plunked down $101.7 million for a penthouse on the 76th floor of 220 Central Park South. Um, and that is um, one of the priciest sales ever. And the buyer paid 99, who bought it, paid 99.9 million for the apartment in the sky, plus 1.81 million for a smaller unit in the building. Okay, um, 200 Central Park, you know, South is a huge building. There's been a ton of, big, you know, not a ton because the top of the market, there's never a million. There's more buyers at the bottom or the entry-level market. But there's some really pretty big sales, okay? Yeah. And to talk about surge, there's been a surge in home ownership, okay? People want to buy homes. And there's, a lot, there's really not, uh, 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 there's not an overabundance of supply. The home ownership rate reached 67.9 in the second quarter, and um, that's really high. And you just keep on seeing. And then that consisted of uh, Hispanics were 51% of that. Blacks were 47% of that. Um, whites were 70, I think, 76% of white. People are every, no matter who you are, what you do, people are trying to buy homes. And I think it's a lot to do with the virus. I think, I mean, look, I always believed in home ownership. Even now, I know a lot of people that are playing around with the stock market. And, of course, if you look at Amazon, I think, I don't know how much it went up. You could get rich on how much it went up. I am not, you know, it's not for me because I really have never made money in it because if you bought it right, you have to sell it right. So I stick yep. to what I really feel I'm good at and what I really know, and that's real estate. And if you're someone who's looking to buy, it's a perfect time, like Ace said. But 
It's also a perfect time if you're a small investor, which, we, you know, we have a lot to talk about today, but I'd love Stephen and Ace to also talk about maybe next week, the week after. If you're like a starting out investor, like let's say you have a little cash, you don't need much today because if your credit's good, and what about these small homes that you could get in the suburbs, like, you know, maybe a small cottage kind of home that, you know, is not structurally defective but has, you know, maybe the kitchen hasn't been done up since the 1950s and it needs to be cosmetically, you know, cleaned up and it has to be staged. I, I can't tell you there's opportunities there also for small investors to start to buy real estate properties that they can rent. For big investors, and Stephen, you would know, I just saw Blackstone made a huge statement. I was looking at the Rebney, uh, we had a Rebney meeting, and one of the city's biggest companies in commercial real estate are buying to make statements, or leasing, because, you know, the, obviously the, the leasing market is probably, you know, off by a big percentage because people don't really want to work in cramped spaces. But they just bought it. I think they were looking. They didn't buy it yet, but they're going to make move their headquarters, and it's either going to be – there was a couple of locations they had. I know one was Hudson Yards. But these big companies are making statements that they believe in New York and that – and they also realize, like Ace, you said prior – for those people who were priced out of New York, you could, it's become more affordable. For those people who are always New York you know, and, and it, say they can hold it, they'll buy it now very, at a great price. It's very interesting. There, there's an opportunity, if you can understand the market, to really do very well. And, and I want to hit on something else because uh, there's a whole bunch of things that you said, and we've said this also a little bit before uh, you know, as well. You know, People are making long-term plans, right? You know, I just want to go back slightly and, and address that New York Times article, a few yeah. more things with it. There is a long-term structural soundness. There is a temporary shock. And what's interesting, you mentioned Blackstone. There's another story, too, that's real estate about Blackstone. They are investing hundreds and hundreds of millions, they're actually going into the billions, of buying up residential properties around the country. Because what they've realized is also – there is a very good opportunity there. They're actually even buying single-family homes in certain parts of the country um, because they've recognized that there is a, you know, a temporary disconnect in some elements of the market, and there's a real value opportunity there. Um, and it's very important to think about. When we're talking about you know, the, the kind of the stock market, you know, we mentioned last week you know, on the show of how, wait a minute, how is it that we have – a dropping GDP, but the stock market has gone up. Well, stock market is really talking about the future. <clears throat> and what they call the nickname, the FANG companies, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and Google, they were before the Congress this week talking about you know, speech and technology and a few other related issues. But the day after they were there, the earnings of all those companies beat them, beat expectations by tremendous amount of money and so that's really important to understand that there's all sorts of growth that's there and it dies back to real estate too definitely i know we have a break coming up which will just pay and then remember don people he was buying up properties residential homes in florida tons of them so we're going to talk about some of the opportunities and things that you should look at and kind of give you the pros and cons of of what these, these stories are saying or what we think 
is a little bit. We're closer to the ground, okay? We're just not looking at numbers. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. We'd love to hear what you think. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's our weekend special. Save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing and free premium delivery on most beds when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Oh, I have lots of energy, a lot more energy. I've actually reached the point where it was very difficult for me to get up and go to work. I'm I'm 76, still working. And once I started taking balance of nature, after a short time, it just dawned on me one morning, I'm not tired like I normally am getting up and going to work. And I have a lot more energy at work. And I'm not tired until it's time to go to bed. And plus, I don't get any cold either. And I just feel healthier. I always considered myself a healthy person. But at 63, I started running out of energy and contributed that to just getting older. As time went by, I got to where I was taking a nap, sometimes two and three times a day. But I still kept thinking that had to do with my age. But after I got on the balance of nature, I no longer take naps. <laughs> And I realized you don't have to take naps at 63. I feel a lot better and have a lot more endurance. I never realized how much endurance I had lost until I got it back. And so I handle stress better, and I just about eliminated my aches and pains. So I love it. I am very pleased with your product. I haven't been sick since I've been taking this. Before I started taking this, I'd get sore throat sniffles and I really contributed my energy and my health to your product and I just want to keep taking it so you guys just keep making it okay I just thank God for your company experience the balance of nature difference for yourself right now balance of nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order call 800-246-8751 that's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code the answer you make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges you taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off and to wear a helmet when she rides her bicycle you do so much to keep your child safe but are you using the right car seat for your child car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13 Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. It's back to school time. Whether your kids are returning to class with face masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing will stay the same. Back to school is expensive, so we'd like to help. Enter the back to school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 for your kids' expenses. Then we pay an additional $2,500 to your school. Go to am970theanswer.com and enter to win. That's am970theanswer.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. 
Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we're here. I'm here with Ace Plus Superb and Stephen Ebert, and we're talking about actually the New York Times article, and we're telling you our, our, our take on their story on Friday, uh, Thursday, excuse me, that says viruses wipe out five years of economic growth, and we're kind of giving you, because all our feet are on the ground, we're actively busy, and we're not just looking at numbers, we're in the mix. So we're telling you what we see that's really not good, because we're always going to be transparent, and what we see that really are opportunities. And uh, But before I could, we continue, I think we have a caller on the line. Hello? Anybody yes. home? Yes. Anybody Hi. home? Yeah, I'm here. Yes, uh, good day, uh, Ms. Herman. Yes, who am I speaking to? You know, I lost my screen, so you'll have to tell me your name. Oh, I okay, my name is Richard Barr. I'm calling from my place in New York City. But uh, my uh, the reason for my call is I own a, an important property upstate New York in this emerging village called Sharon Springs. It was recently put on the map, this uh, village, by uh, the Beekman boys, who you may have heard about. And it became a, a trendy little village, and it grew up around me. And I opened up as a guest house uh, in this uh, little village. And now, for the past few years, I've been trying to sell the property. And at this point, I'm ready to start digging a hole in the basement and hoping to find a, a, a sinkhole. So I want to uh, find a successor for this property. I have it listed with real estate brokers. It's a beautiful property, and I want to sell it cheap, and I don't know what my problem is, except that I don't get along with the mayor, and I don't get along with the code enforcer. So can you help me with this dilemma? Well, I'm going to try, but I, could I, I need to ask you a few questions more because I haven't seen the property. Let me ask right. you this. When did, you say you've been trying to sell it active, or is it kind of back and forth, like for two years? Have you put it on the market, taking it off? How are you? No, you know, how, no, no, no. I, I, I had a falling out with the authorities, okay, the people in charge. And uh, since then, I, the, the code enforcer has been nailing me, and I do believe, you know, uh, because I am a New Yorker with the house, and the village is trying to become year-round. So I think that uh, because I'm not comfortable there anymore, I want to sell the property, but there seem to be no takers, even though I'm listed with some brokers. Okay, so, so let me uh, let me say this to you. First yes. of all, you need to, in my opinion, I assume that you have basically what we call an open listing, that you're listed with many brokers. Is there, is there one, and that you haven't given the listing to one specific broker? I actually only signed some papers with an important broker in New York, but it was only it's a personal friend who has a real estate license, and she is going to do the paper, the legal paperwork. But I have the right to sell it myself. So I have been, you know, telling people about it, and a lot of people show interest, but it's not having a home run. 
And I ran, and it's a beautiful property. It was a doctor's, a village doctor's house, and it's classic. And it, and it's called the Turnaround, and, and I turned it around because. Oh, that's a great I, name. Well, it, it is, but it's it was a funny reason I named it. Uh, I opened up as a guest house, and and the first car that drove up. <laughs> was a big Cadillac with two guys in it, and I think they took one look and they turned around. So I said, you know, there's a, <laughs> there's a good name for the place to turn around. And I did turn it around, and then the village started booming because this uh, big a company, Asian company, bought three hotels in uh, this village, and uh, Sharon Springs has mineral water fountains, and I have a, a, a main property, and now I can't. I I, I want to move it on. So if well, you are interested do... personally and you want to get out of town, I, I'd be happy to let you have it at a price that you would shock you. All right, so we're going to take your information. What I think, just off the top of my head. Is it put on? Do you have an M? You probably have an MLS there. Is it on the MLS? I, I don't have it any. You know, I I don't have it as far as I'm concerned anywhere. Even though I've approached a number of brokers and they're very interested, even local ones. And there was a woman even in Saratoga. Uh, who represented uh, Sotheby's, and she thinks the property, you know, from seeing it on the Internet, looks beautiful. And uh, for right, some well, reason, you know even, I, even in these uh, strange times with people fleeing for the country, my house is sitting there uh, with a sad face on it. Okay. Well, my guess is this, and I think if you can leave your number, I can call you Alec, um, on Monday and it's not, you know, because what I think, and I don't know, because I don't know the house, I don't know if you're priced right, but you're not marketing. I am pricing it at the point, as I say, okay. I'm ready to, to start digging a so, hole in the basement to find a sinkhole and just okay. walk away so then, from it. Then, then, no one, then people really, because really, this is a great, if you're going to sell this, your timing is now. Absolutely, I mean, time. absolutely. Okay. So you know, that's why the timing isn't great. The timing is perfect. So how would, how would you suggest I, I broach this? What, what, who's, who, what kind of whip do I crack and in what direction? <laughs> okay, I really have to really give you look, you know, get a feel for the house, look at the market. Hey, take a because, look you know, at it. It has a have website. You had people, have you had people come in to look at it or have you had any people I, look at that? I, I did have and a, a neighbor uh uh, shooed the uh, the potential buyers away. He ran across the street and he said, get, out, get off that property. I'm going to call the police. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. So I, as I say, I don't, I'm not particularly comfortable in this village. I'm very happy in New York and, and people here know and love. you should be where you're happy. I totally... I, I, you I agree happy. with you. Oh, everyone should be where they're happy and we're but for fortune. All right. uh, you know that. So anyway, maybe if you leave your be, number, I can call you Monday, and I will really I'd sit like and that. give you Any, my best advice. You know, I can't take the whole show, but I really there's a whole bunch of things I think you can do. All right, all right. and, and so feel free to ask numbers, me questions on any subject on, on Monday. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very vociferous. Great, great, because you know something. 
everything has a market so that in my mind there's something that I my guess right off the bat is that people first of all the brokers aren't that aggressive because if you told brokers in New York that you want to sell your home they would be there showing it okay I just think maybe the brokers are and I have a friend that's a good friend and she had a beautiful house in Saratoga and we don't have offices in Saratoga so you know I she couldn't sell it it was on the market for two years and she kept on asking me, well, what would you do? And, you know, I just wouldn't give it to only a New York City broker. You need somebody local, too. Um, I really don't think they were marketing it. I mean, I don't think it, the word got out there. So let me speak to you, like, you know, we'll talk on Monday. I will call you. If you leave, you tell me a good time. I will try to I work am, out. I am 25-8. I am self-employed, even though I'm retired. <laughs> I still go to work every day. But 25-8, uh, I, I, I'm available, especially All right, to you. All right, great. I would, you have a great week, and I'll look forward to talking to you on Monday. All right, and make sure you leave your number. Now, that is a dilemma because everything is selling, and... Uh, we're seeing a surge. We, I was looking at some articles that I read, and basically they were saying this is a decade of stress. Uh, that, you know, they were pointing out that, you know, New York has really become, you know, you know major players, Salesforce, IBM, Google bought in 2010. I mean, it's really become a technology hub. And we're having a little short, we're having some pain now. But for the long-term gain, there are signs of improvement, okay? And lenders, as Ace has told you, are active. They are, you know, they, and you have to have good credit now, right, Ace? And you actually alluded to something that's actually a trend right now. You mentioned folks buying smaller properties and, and, and building, it, building it up or making smaller yeah, repairs. Yeah, well, I'm, do, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm yeah. doing. I've seen so many people doing that, and I don't want to chance the stock market. Not that you can't make a lot of money, because real to me, real estate is a long-term investment. If you think you're just going to flip it, it's 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 iffy. I'm not saying you can never do that, but I just feel over the long run, real estate works. If and I still and I know that I think Zillow or something doesn't agree with that. They because I still think buy the cheapest house in the area, like or one of the lower price house in the area because the other properties will pull the house up. But Ace, you're seeing people do that also, correct? I'm seeing people do that also. And what a lot of people don't know, there's this, you know, misconception that when people build, they need to use their own funds. But that's not true. You know, a lot of banks, well, for, for Citizens Bank in particular, we have a construction to perm product that will allow you to finance the construction in the loan, Dottie. So you're paying Basically oh, wait a second. Out. Talk about that because that's big. Because as they said, most a, most a majority of banks are not lending you money on. If you buy land and you say I want to build something, they don't usually give construction loans. So your so Citizens does have a program for that. Yeah, Dottie, it's one of the best products right now. Everybody is taking advantage of it, right? So basically, how it works, just simply for our listeners, let's say you're buying a home or buying the land for a hundred thousand. You want to put another hundred thousand into the property to make it two hundred thousand, and you're planning on putting ten percent down. Well, traditionally you would put ten percent down on the hundred. Here at Citizens Bank, you can actually combine the acquisition cost of a hundred 
plus another 100000 that you want to put into the property and put 10% of 200000 so you're putting 20000 down, but you're financing the rest of the 100000 which is amazing, Dottie, right? So it is amazing. It's a, it's a great product. Yeah, you really have to continue to talk about that because I don't think a lot of people even know that. Okay, and yeah. that's a great – and now, to me, for somebody who wants to have a little cash on the line but you don't want to gamble it, like, you know, and I really feel that stocks, you really have to know what you're doing, okay? And even then, okay, because, you know, and you have to really be willing to lose uh, money also if you're in the stock market. But I think long-term over the, you know, the course, you can't guarantee that it sells like this gentleman that just called, but it's the same token for most most properties, it's really about price and that people yeah. know that it's available. And I just think now, you know, now this pandemic is going to end, okay? And, as you know, and, you know, it will so. And when it does, New York City will rebound quickly. Uh, but at the moment, you, as A said, it gives people who couldn't, they were locked out of New York City because they couldn't afford it. And it gives them an opportunity to come into it. It's a rare opportunity that you have not only prices down, but you have interest rates at historically low numbers. I mean, if you, you know, if you look at interest rates when they were like eight or nine or seven or ten or, I mean, that's a whole, that really limits what you could borrow and what kind of mortgage you could take. So it's a great time. And, so I think it's going to rebound. I think people kind of get frozen in time, but I don't see that in the housing. I see people just coming out and buying. Uh, so I think, really, uh, it's going to continue to rise. There's been multiple bids, okay? People are, uh, mortgages have increasing. In the Northeast, okay, so in the whole Northeast, sales increased 54.4% monthly, and we're down only 0.9% in sales from a year ago. Now, a year ago, we didn't have the virus. And that's considering there was a lockdown. We weren't allowed to leave our houses. Really, there was no place open to go. Um, it is unbelievable. I, and in many articles I read think the real estate business is going to take us out of this. You know, it's going to lead, help lead the economy out of where we are now as, as we find the vaccine. So I think those are good things. And... In the Midwest, it was only 12%, but it still increased. In the South, it was 11%. We increased home ownership and, and sales by 54%. Now, Stephen and Ace, do you think that's because we had, it got hit us first very hard? Well, I, I think there's a number of reasons for it. You do have some pent-up demand. You're also starting to see some new inventory that, you know, it's both sides, right? You need a buyer and a seller. You need the buyers to be available to see the product, and you need to have the sellers put the product on. Um, the fact that we're seeing an increase, I definitely expect. The fact that it's also below last year's level, I, I, I also expect. Because, There's very little. I mean, it's yeah, far as the sales. We're right really like rock and roller if I was a seller, I want to make sure, you know, the market's where I want to be because it's a quality product. You don't want to undersell it. I also wanted to mention something that's driving the activity as well, maybe after the break, Dottie. Okay, yeah, because I don't want you to get cut off. Those are too important. And we're going to have Esther who's pulling in from Israel, okay? I believe... 
right after the 11 o'clock news. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.